Happy Monday, everyone. 45. It's the Daily Talk Show. Uh, TJ, it's been, uh, it feels like we haven't caught up much lately. I know. Did you just open up Google to look up what's happening in the news no, so you could find a story to talk about? I was about? literally going into our email to see if we've got any email on the Hyatt, the Daily Talk Show. It's probably, this is probably more pre-prod, <laughs> but uh, you'll be happy to know we've got nothing. Nothing, but we do read them out usually at the end of the show if yeah. we do get an email. If you, get, if you send us an email at hyattthedailytalkshow.com, we read it and we, we, uh, we pride our, ourselves on having mates on the internet who are you that listen. Mate, it's it's crazy how you can form relationships online. Have you made many friends online? Um, well, technically, our relationship grew from online, from being able to communicate to each other online. That's true, yeah. So I, I sent you a message. We talked about this a couple of weeks, a week ago. Yeah. But I, but I sent you a message. So I guess it's the, it's the initial communication that then grows the relationship. I've met so many people online. Well, Matt Diavella, yeah. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> arsehole, probably hasn't listened to this so, podcast. And you fucking, like, you've just, you've done it again. We'll yeah, use other it. examples too. But no, we very quickly on Matt Diavella, guy who um, uh, directed uh, Minimalism, the documentary, which is on Netflix. Mm. He uh, also made a film called Design, a documentary called Design Disruptors. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, him and I connected on social media. He came to Melbourne a couple of years ago. We caught up, mm. and uh, now I message him. Well, yeah, because I follow him. Are... He makes YouTube videos. I comment. He comments back to mine, and then you just start building that. Yeah. Like if I went to LA, I'd probably hit him up. Absolutely, and yeah. So then from there, he suggested uh, me for a um, getting a bunch of B roll for the minimalists who were the stars of minimalism. So I've been in Sydney, Melbourne, Auckland, filming them. Yeah. But man, that has happened so many times. Simon Taylor, who I made the mini documentary on, oh, yeah. who uh, wrote for Jay Leno, stand-up comedian. Fuck, that's uh, pretty good. He, uh, Melbourne boy, but um, how, how, how? Just on the friends thing. At what? When can you say, "Oh, my mate"? Because I think when you become friends, actual friends, you and I are actual friends. Yeah, we have a you. lot of. We're good mates, and then we have a lot of acquaintances. Yeah. But then, so for example, if I was to drop in, oh yeah, one of my good mates, you could probably, and Amy does it to me yeah. as well because she pulls on the data from our yeah. five-year yeah, relationship. Like I've never heard you speak about them before. Exactly. And so it's like, well, well, how do you? At what point can you say that someone's your mate? Well, I think, and for everyone, it's different because there's people who don't hang out with that many people. So mm. when they do hang out with people, they're instantly their friends. Like I've yeah. got friends who I wouldn't see that often, but they would consider me a really good friend because they're just introverts and they don't see that many people. Okay. And like, you know, same, and you're okay with that. Yeah. And same with me. Like I, I think we've spoken about this before, but I used to always call everyone my friend. If I'd had a 10 second conversation, I'd say, <laughs> but yeah. even, but even I will do it. Say if I'm traveling for work, I'll um, normally rather I just I don't like calling people colleagues. Oh, mm. My colleague, um, oh, I'm just checking in now, and I'm just waiting for my colleague. I'll say oh, I'm just waiting for my mate. Yeah. What would you do, uh, mate? Yeah. I think it's an Aussie thing. Yeah. Colleague sounds like it's American. Yeah. He's just in the lavatory. We're talking about um, the guys. were talking uh, Ryan, 
Nicodemus, uh, one of the guys, he was saying, he was going, oh, I'm going to go to the toilet. And then we started talking about toilet, bathroom, restroom. I don't know whether I've sold it to him a little bit wrong, but what I said to him, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys say toilet. Yeah, that's why That's why I said it. I'm like, yeah, we do. It's like, yeah, um, why don't you say like bathroom or restroom? And I said, if I said like restroom or bathroom, people would suddenly say, oh, okay, Mr. International, where where have you been? (laughs) It's maybe a slight exaggeration. It's a massive exaggeration. But no, I think people... Who the fuck has ever called you international for using the term restroom? I feel like those fuckers who say restroom are the same ones who go somewhere for two weeks and get a slight accent or (laughs) even better, they'll have a wallet and they'll keep their fucking multiple currencies. So they go to pay for something and they're like, oh, yeah. well, sorry, this is a US dollar. Oh, oh, that's, a, that's a euro. You should have spun the... You should have told him that everyone here uses the term dunny. Yeah, oh, it was... goes just down to the dunny. I told you about that video I made in America. Yes, yeah, so I've, I've actually seen it. You saw it. Yeah, yeah, it actually did quite well. I went around New York City hey, asking mate, have you people... have got a dunny? Is mate, there a do you dunny where, around? you know where the dunny is? Oh, I really need to take a leak. <laughs> Can you tell me where the dunny is? And they fucking just could not understand it. It's it's a bogan term, but I use that term. People abuse me in that video in the comments. We don't use dunny here. Fuck off. We I use dunny. Yeah. My mates use dunny. Hey, um, I didn't tell you because I haven't seen you since Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday night last week. Um, found a wallet on the ground. Oh, here we go. Amy and I were walking, had baby Bodie, and we just got some dinner. And I look over. I'm like, oh, that's... Is that a fucking... Is that a Velcro, wa- Velcro wallet? Just, Are we in 1997? I thought it. I thought it. And so I was almost about to walk off. And then I... The, the, Velcro the leather shone on the um, street light. And it sort of like... I saw it and I was like, nah, that's not Velcro. I walked over, picked it up. Brown leather wallet. So Full- I would have been nervous about picking it up because I would have felt this is a stolen wallet. Someone's... Taken everything, taken all the cash out and chucked it on the ground. Did think that. And so my initial thought would be to try and pick it up with something. I would probably be really annoying and try and use two sticks, like a chopstick, and try and pick it up. <laughs> Mate, it's not a crime scene yet. It's but not isn't a crime. It? But no, because okay. listen to this story. It's definitely yeah. not a crime scene. Okay. So I picked it up, opened it up. First thing I did was look for cash. How much? Five bucks. Good. He was definitely international. There's a few fucking oh, notes go. from overseas. Great. Guatemala or somewhere Ooh. in South America. So what do they use? Pesos? I don't know. Anyway. Sounds right. So we took it upon ourselves. We saw it as almost a, a, a fun opportunity to put on the fucking Sherlock Holmes hat and work out who this guy was. It was a guy. Did you, Was there any ID? Yeah. So we pulled out his driver's license. He was from a place, I can't remember, it's like um, down the coast of Victoria. And so we looked at his, we looked at his license, there's no, there's just says his name. No, 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 it was like down past Geelong. And so his name, I can't remember, John or something? Anyway, so we... Lawn. No, it was just past Geelong. I actually, Masterton or something, no, weird name, I didn't know it, I had to Google it. Macedon? No. Nah, weird. It's just a, a suburb out the back of Geelong. Okay. And and there are, there's actually new estates out there. 
um, they're selling. Uh, would that be near House Great Ocean Land. Road or no? It would be fifteen minutes to the start to okay. sort yeah, of yeah. the start of Great Ocean Road. Like Torquay and shit. And so what we did was, what would you do? First wallet, say if we can't see a number in there, I look through, couldn't find his mobile number. Mate, I would find this so fucking quickly. I'd be on Facebook. I'm yeah. sure I've done this before. Facebook messaged people. We did. Hey, found happened? a guy. It wasn't his full name because it was like John someone Stevens or something yeah. like that. Um, and we found it was like Jonathan. Then we found a John J O N Stevens. Yeah. Perfect. And so we messaged him, and no response because it's like going to your, you know, going to the other folder. Yeah, yeah, the other folder. Yeah. Anyway, so we looked through. There was not much else. Some credit cards, Mastercard, like some weird like receipts from overseas. He must have been in South America, and. Um, and he really is Mr. International. He was. It? He was Mr. International. And we, but we were convinced of this person being him on Facebook. So, But then we found a card in there. Great. And it was like a dress alteration. No, it was like... Fuck. That was literally what came to mind. What came to mind was like... Some sort of like dry cleaning. Nah, well, no, no. So it wasn't. It wasn't that. Okay. It was like a, a, some sort of small businesses card. Yeah. It was fresh. Anyway, I um. Long story short, we saw in his profile photo in this on his Facebook was this girl. So we clicked onto the girl. Her name was Lucy. We messaged her as well, and then uh, Amy was looking back through the wallet. So I'm gonna look one more time for a number, and we worked out oh, the can card. I guess? Was it Lucy for Lucy? The card was Lucy. Yeah, great. And the card was it was her business. Amazing. And so what Amy, did she do? Amy uh, no, so it wasn't it wasn't dress alteration, it was home decorating. Great. And so we we called her and did it she went, answer? Wouldn't have answered. It went to the message bank. Voicemail. Okay. And so well, you've been doing so many fucking annoying voicemails on my thing. I listened to it by the way. <laughs> she text and so Amy texted him, texted this girl, and then she calls back. And she'd seen the Facebook message and it all just came down. We were going to drop it at the cop shop the next day. Yeah. But fucking... Why thank- did she see the message? So what was her... What did she say? How thankful were they? They literally were about to... They were having dinner in St Kilda near our house and they were leaving and he's like, oh, should I have my wallet? And then she grabs her phone and sees the message and realises that he'd lost his fucking wallet. He didn't even realise until post-dinner and they'd already paid. And so, what was their reaction? Were they super? Like, oh, that was happy? so lovely. They came over and we met them at the front and we had a good chat with them. Did and they hug? Was there any hugging? Nah, nah, nah. That was just that was super, super lovely. Shake your handshake. Oh, thanks, well, mate. I really wanted to ask him, and Amy convinced me not to not do this. I wanted to quiz him. What's your date of birth? Where's yeah. what's it say on your license of where you live? And it was it was too obviously them. It was like there was so nice about it. It, too many dots connected. Lucy card on the phone, card in the wallet, um, and then I've realised this whole time they haven't been. T- I saw it, but I looked talking the- properly in the mic. Hang on. Yeah, he's had his mic turned sideways. But I've been. There looking- we go. Look- that's fucking annoying, though, isn't it? That's a better. That's okay. No, I think it's the same. <laughs> you just yelled at the first. There we go. Yeah, thank you. So anyway, that was uh, we got it back to them. But it, it, it was fun. This like little investigation. Bree found twenty bucks. Last week, oh yeah, uh, I know we've done a whole segment on finding, finding cash, shit. yeah. But uh, no, so what she decided was she was going to break it up into smaller amounts and give it out to people. S- oh, silly, it's only twenty bucks. It's not going. 
Where's he going to go? Well, she's going to like buy her friend's coffee and stuff, I think, as well. She's going to take like $10. <laughs> Here's the problem. If you don't do it instantly, you feel like you're actually digging into your own cash yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's your, do you have any thoughts on, say, when you, you sell... Um, sell things oh sorry just quickly yeah take home from the wallet and we spoke about it with this couple yeah put your fucking phone number in your wallet yeah because if someone finds it they'll probably look through it and if it goes to the cop shop you might not get it back for a, a few days like they might not contact have your you. name on everything like is probably a good theory yeah. like even like camera gear and all that sort of shit probably help a lot i fucking lost my small hd screen where the fuck would that have gone oh like what would have happened i left a 1500 hundred dollar monitor in the park do you reckon someone i was, I was so tired from it was baby body like a couple of a month into it and i was fucked and i put it down and walked off have you checked uh like did you ever go to the cop shop i went i called the cops i called a few different um stations yeah and i looked on gumtree and i looked on facebook marketplace and then I claimed insurance. <laughs> How easy, like, I don't quite, I've never claimed anything on insurance. And I always wonder, like, what it takes. And does it affect your ability to get insurance in the future? No. So, it's the uh, it, car insurance, yes. Fucking avoid that like the plague because it, it bumps up, um, you know, your different, your excesses and stuff like that. Anyway, the, our insurance, which you have it too on your camera gear. Yeah. All you have to do is, um, I think it's like $100 excess. But do they then, but do they up it the next year no, or something? No, they don't. They didn't up it at all. Interesting. It was, it was weird. Because I've I'm never sh- used it. I'm sure I've had like shit fuck up, but it doesn't cover if something just fucks up. Yeah. Lost, damaged or stolen. Yeah. Lost, damaged or stolen. So this is the kill, the kicker. You can have, if your camera just fucks up, has a problem... They don't Throw count. it against the yeah. wall. No, literally, because they don't count like yeah, damage. Yeah. That is damage. I wanted to bring uh, two. Uh, you know, I am a fiend for um, Oz Bargain. Yeah, there's two uh, good deals at the moment. There's a bunch of uh, eBay shops in like two days' time that are having twenty percent off. And remember, you got your cheap lens and shit. Yeah, doing that. So that was one of them. And the second one is um, the. Uh, Virgin, you know, we love talking about velocity rewards. Yes, uh, they're doing this opt-in at the moment where if you um, if you uh, go to their website and you're booking flights, they'll give you th- triple uh, triple velocity points, mm. which means so if you fly to fucking London, the US yeah. and you get like. 4,000 points, they'll give you 9,000 points, which is pretty sick. That website, I was bargaining. Yeah. Just pull it back up. Yeah. It, it's it's like a message board. It's like when the internet just first started and there was like um, weird sites of just people chatting. That's basically what it looks yeah, like. it's pretty... So, hang on, can I put something onto Oz Bargain? Yeah. And so, how does it actually work? So, it gets voted up. It's like Reddit or Dig or any of those okay. sites. So, this has... So exclusive ten. So the top ones at the moment, exclusive ten dollars free sign up bonus plus nine percent cash back on Booking. dot com at the moment on Shop Back. So you can click on that and do that deal. 
Second okay, thing, Coles half price specials. So they'll put all the specials on there. So, so do you Smith's, think Coles are putting that up? No, nah, like so you can, have, you can actually have a look. So sometimes it will say it's like the staff that is doing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, in a lot of cases, it's just uh, punters who get into it. So they might uh, get the catalog early. Like maybe oh. they've worked out a way of getting the catalog early. All right. So because people listen to this at random points. Yeah, uh, their bargains that we're talking about that are specific will fucking be gone. Yeah, oh, but here you go. well, fuck. This is one that you would really take advantage of in two days. Yeah. This hasn't even happened yet. In two days, Woolworths have the Serena tuna. Serena tuna. Serena yeah. tuna half price at two bucks. Okay, what size? One eighty-five grams. Yeah, that's not bad. I but but well, I'd normally be four dollars. The thing with fucking supermarkets is you end up. They just, if you go enough, which we do, they constantly fucking having specials on everything. But the thing is that I I got a dark chocolate today, wasn't on special, and you saw me. I Where was the like, "Fuck, is it? I want some." I ate it all. You prick. I know. I was okay. I no, gonna, then what's what's the best deal that you've got from one of these deal sites? Oh, I probably no, just a twenty percent off shit's really good because you, if you get twenty percent off something that you actually need. Probably the best thing that happened was that lens that you got. Like, because that was like, it was like a $1,000 lens. Yeah. Which would have been $900 on the web, on the eBay, and then 20% off that. Six fifty or six. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. That was it's cool. gr- amazing deal. You basically got it for free. Krispy Kreme's fucking retargeting me at the moment. <laughs> 20% off double pack. Uh, we got some feedback. Krispy Kreme episode was shit. From who? Um, oh, we knew that anyway. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. Riley. But- Riley okay. from my office. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so just just putting that, that out Thanks, there. Thanks, Riley. I mean, it was a shit one, wasn't it? <laughs> we we knew it, um, mate. You, you hang on, wait. Let me just say, this is the like you on those websites is the fucking polar opposite of to minimalist minimalism. Min- yeah, exactly. Being a min- minimalist, that like mate. stuff. Stuff. Yeah, it's all shit. That it's you all don't need. stuff. Yeah, it's all fucked, isn't it? A Serena it's, tuna, maybe, maybe not. It's like that's food to keep you going, and you hate yeah, tuna. Yeah, no. So I appreciate you bringing that yeah, up. Josh. I mean, and I nearly bought a PlayStation. I said that the other oh. day, based on this site. Um, it, I think it's very impulsive. Like these sites make you impulsive because it is like Amy walks into a store and sees sale signs and it's yeah. like gets excited and fucking we got to get it and. You know, she's got some great stuff before that we've needed, but there's also like, it's on sale for a reason. Yeah. Sales are fucking bullshit because yeah. <laughs> the minimalists have a funny line about sales. They say, you know what, if you buy it, it's a hundred percent off. <laughs> if you don't buy it, <laughs> if you don't buy, if you don't buy it, it's a hundred percent off, which is a fair point. But um, no, I do Oz bargain, OZ bargain. You know, if you can be controlled about it which you can't no I can't <laughs> oh I don't buy that much shit from there but look fucking Swiss cheese wedge 300 grams two, 285 the problem is it all feels like it's it pushes towards unhealthy shit but this is fucking good you as a as a parent nappies are expensive right yeah. fucking uh, Amazon Australia spend $50 say $15 on selected everyday essentials which includes at the moment the thank you baby nappies I haven't tried them the, the thing with nappies is like you get onto the specific brand you like what brand they, are you guys on? You know, Huggies probably okay and they just you know they're just perfect for my little baby boy's bum 
there was uh, <laughs> I was talking to someone who worked at Thank You, and they were talking about how competitive the um, nappy market was. Mm. Specifically, they told a story about how in South Africa, someone was decided. I think it was South Africa. I've told you this story before. Yeah, it's a good story. Uh, they um, a nappy business started. They thought they were doing really well because uh, all of their stock was going away. It turns out the competitor was buying all of the stock off the shelf as a way of being anti-competitive because no one could buy the product. And so the company increased the manufacturing and then all of a sudden no one was buying the product. And it was because the competitor was buying it all and burning it. Not only That's that, horrible. This, the, the competitors also uh, did something else dodgy. People walked in one day to their manufacturing thing. Oh, new owners of the building and uh, got to shut down for the paper paper manufacturing. The, the paper plant that produced the nappies turns out it was the competitors. Fuck. Just like they, who, bought the, they bought yeah. the space. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? The shit that happens. Well, people with more, if you've got Pun more intended. money, you can. That's the dangerous thing about money is like there is power in those things. Yeah, absolutely. From cash money. Uh-huh. What else has been happening? What's what's news in in Tommy Land, mate? Buddy slept through. Oh, that's exciting. He's, he's sleeping a full night. Uh huh. Um, he's he's a little weapon. He's walking. Buddy's fully walking, man. Fuck. Bree saw that on Instagram stories. She's she's like. Uh, when did that happen? He's the thing is. Oh, this is Amy said. This really, I, I don't know. I like the point. It's like, uh, and someone said it to her, and it, and it goes like this: the thought of there was like, there is a moment that was the very last time that your parent picked you up like a baby, as in held you. You know how like babies oh, yeah, love like, getting like up on Beamley. the hip and yeah, like sure. holding. What but age was, is that normally? I don't know, but there is, you wouldn't know the time, but there is, there would be a time. It's like the, the, very the moment that your parents stop allowing you to open the door when they're taking a dump. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to do that. I remember I'd be like, mom, mom, can we play PlayStation? Mom. We had a sliding door. I just fucking open the door. She's taking a dump. I've got like the neighbor's kids <laughs> just sitting there. Just watching mum taking a dump bit like, Josh, I'm taking a shit. Can I not have five fucking minutes? <laughs> we just want to know if we can play PlayStation or not. Fuck. And she's like, when Matthew comes over, can you not open the toilet door when I'm taking a shit? <laughs> the reality is I'm taking a dump and Bodie's just... Just hanging, crawling around just, my feet and standing up the there shit. with me. Just like if you get to flush, he just goes that weird? in. There's some weird shit you do yeah. as a parent. Yeah, they they see you fucking naked for ages and shit. Well, Would what, you remember what, the last time you saw your parents naked? I mean, you probably wouldn't be able to remember the exact moment. But what age would you have been? Oh, would have been f- like eleven, maybe. Yeah, that's a very long time ago. That's, but at what time? At what point do you stop? Doing naughty things in front of your kid, yeah. I'm because sure, you got like, like if you've got a small house, like two, we do. Yeah, probably two. They can start. They'll probably start humping, humping the air. Yeah, they, they're Fine. very. My friend told me. <laughs> my friend told me on the weekend that his kid um, pulls back his foreskin and says, "It's my secret dicky." <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? He's like three. Fine. But so, I mean, 
at that point, they're knowing exactly what's going on. They're going to fucking know what mummy and daddy are up to. No, no, I don't think so. Well, I'm they sure. know something's going down. Yeah. I thought, like, what did I think? I, I, I just think, I think that I, you, probably until I was 11 years old, I thought that the way you got someone pregnant was you pissed inside oh. them. At what, what age? I would have been grade five, so I would have been like a 10. Are you serious? Yeah. Far out. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> but isn't it, I wonder how, like, that's what's fucking amazing. Like, how do we all learn these things? Yeah. When was someone like, how about I try and stick, let me try and stick this thing. Like, they would have been fucking their ears and they're fucking trying to get in the nostril. You <laughs> what would are you try saying? everything. Years, like, thousands well, no, of years. Yeah, ago. exactly. Exactly. I think it's there's it's instinctual. I think if you put if you did you an experiment, think? there would be two people that would work it out very quickly. If it's like, is that true? I would hundred percent think. If so. there was no sex ed, I think it would be worked out. And there was no TV and media. That's a fascinating yeah, thought. Yeah, well, we don't. But know. then you can't do it unless it's wonder sort of a fritzel done, situation. Yeah, I wonder if they've done that test. But it requires no, because it wouldn't be ethical. Because you basically would say, "Hey, we need to treat these people like fucking crazy people." Here, how about this? Heard this on the uh, the minimalists were doing this story, uh, using chimpanzees as examples, right? Uh, but it was referring to hoarding and what it does to us. They were saying, "You give a chimp a banana, they'll eat it." You'll give a chimp uh, uh, enough bananas for him and his friends. He'll eat it and he'll share it. You give a chimp uh, a horde of bananas that would overfeed everyone. It fucking tries to kill them all to protect the horde of bananas. Wow. Point being that with one book, I'm fine. But if I have too many books I can't read, I'm going to start killing everyone. That's why I took <laughs> out of it. But interesting, right? Like what the abundance, what having too much shit, what sort of stuff, if you could say, if you, if I want to do this experiment, uh, Josh Fields Milburn talks about it from The Minimalist. He says he went through a stage where he was getting through, uh, getting rid of one thing every single day for 30 days and he ended up doing more than that. Where would you start? What would you get rid of? Name five things that you'd get rid of. Mm. Fuck, that's hard. I can't even think of that. Maybe do two. Top two. Oh, I've just got a bunch of little things in my office that I'm not using. Old props. Like what? Oh, they're like um, fucking bunny ears and... Yeah, you don't um, need that shit. So like a Easter bunny picnic thing. Well, I mean, what do, do you, what do you think I'd do with my books? Do I just get rid of like... No, they're the thing that you like. It's But it's all status bullshit, isn't it? Because saying that I'm some smart cunt because I can read... But if but you I actually like the look of them, right? You actually yeah. don't have much stuff compared to some people's... This is, don't tell Brie that because she keeps fucking saying, we don't have much stuff compared to everyone else. We don't need to chuck out stuff. I, I feel like that's a little bit of an excuse to stop from chucking. I think we could chuck heaps. Dude, we live in two-bedroom apartments. Yeah. It, it is small. We have a small house. Like, my mum and dad have stuff. They're not hoarders at all I mean they're a lot older than us they do but they and they've got a lot of memories from the kids growing up that's a hard thing like uh, mate your memories aren't in your things (laughs) remember that but 
I'm literally just going through like the minimalist talk right now. You guys, yeah. if you're planning to go uh, tomorrow in Melbourne, you can still go. It's at the Athenaeum, but uh, otherwise, just listen to the rest of this podcast. I'll try and put some truth bombs out there. Uh, go on. I think you get, you're going to have to, when you go away, you, you, most of your shit's going to go. That's what I want to do. I think like, but Bree's like, we don't want to have to rebuy a fridge. I'm like, why? Here, I like buying a fridge. Here's the problem with the minimalism thing. Why do you have to fucking make it such a thing? Because for well, a lot like of people... diets. It's like all that stuff. But no, their but whole diet thing is like, have, like you live by ingesting food and it should be quality food that you're ingesting. It's a whole different thing. Exercise. It's not necessary, but it's ma- massively needed to live a longer life. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like the... And you're very much in this world at the moment yeah. thinking about it but I don't even fucking think about that shit I live and I'm not saying I'm perfect but I'm also saying however it, however <laughs> if I was to say I'm perfect <laughs> no it's um, why do I need to think about it so much because if it's not if my life isn't affected at the moment or if you say is it saying that my life will be better and it's not as great as it could be with all the shit that I do have I is that what that, it's saying I think what it's saying is that the way the world is set up, we are set up to consume. Mm. And what does advertisements, what do advertisements do? They try and sell us that we're not happy until we have this thing, that your kid's not going to be happy unless they have the latest super soaker or um, your house isn't going to be complete unless it's got this beautiful couch. Mm. And a lot of people use it as pacifiers. So they're like, I'm not feeling that complete or I'm working my ass off for this job that I don't like. I need to have some sort of reward. You know, the same reason that people say, oh, I earned this fucking dessert because I had a shit day at work. Mm. And it's the same reason people go online and say, you know what, the money that I just made, I need to buy shit. And the problem is, it's this perpetual issue that sort of feeds itself because it's like, you have a shit job that you don't like so you buy things to try and make yourself feel better. So then you need to go back and continue to work to pay off all the things that you buy. I think it's an interesting concept and you see how those guys were just on the project and it's the project made a joke of what they do. Yeah. Which from a content point of view, like from the the project side, it's like, yeah, sure, talk about like why are you selling a book if yeah. you're going to throw it out anyway. Like, I see all those angles and they were too easy and dumb. But also think about it like this. What is the project? The project is a show that's paid for based on advertisements. 100%. So it takes a real sort of self-awareness and reflection to say, hang on, like we are not the problem, but we're, we feed this beast. We get paid to talk and then in return, you watch these ads about things that you need to buy. Like think about how many times someone is sold to every single episode of the project. Yeah. And so... Constantly. Of course, mainstream media is not going to be too fucking reflective of it because it's the reflection that they look back is one that's probably not that uh, appealing. I think the majority of people don't see, and like the people in the project, that there's danger in this stuff, right? They're not pointing out the danger. Because I feel like myself, it's like, I don't fucking have a problem. 
and maybe the people who do have a problem feel and, agra- and gravitate towards it or people who see it and want to well, you know, like, I live think a you different could look life at it. or um, follow some, um, what is it, rhetoric or follow some sort of like mythology yeah. um, that leads to some kind of a life. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's, it's super interesting. I think, you know, where I think about this stuff is my kid. Yeah. And as much as I, like, you know me, what do I buy? I don't fucking yeah, buy much. much. Yeah, you're very good. And I hope that I can... And but I, and there's I, a lot of people who aren't like that. Okay, so maybe I'm just yeah, totally an deluded. Outlier. And the other thing too is uh, Derek Zivers, who founded CD Baby, uh, we filmed him the other day in Auckland. And he was talking about how crazy is this. He'll go out to the park with his kid. Mm. I reckon this would be cool for you to try. It's fucking hard with your work schedule. But he will spend five hours at a park with he's trying to teach his kid to have a great attention span so he won't bring his phone or anything like that he's connected the whole time with his kid and he's like you know what we're just gonna play at the playground for five fucking hours and he's like he sees people come and go like people coming for these 15 minute bursts and they leave and they're just slowly and it's like he gets into after a while, he said he gets into the mind of a kid and they have fun. That's cool. I really like that. I think I I would struggle a lot, but I think I can get, I, could, I reckon I'd sort of get into it. Not five If you hours. make it a thing, if you actually like was, I think all of this leads to consciousness. If you're conscious yeah. and said, it's not just leaving your phone, but it's like, I'm going to see how present I can be and spend what happens if we have five hours Bodie will fucking crack the shits probably and be like I want to go home after three surely it's a long fucking time yeah oh he'd he'd need to he'd do four shits he'd want <laughs> three meals he'd have two naps and what the why fuck why are you talking in third person <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a daily talk show everyone please subscribe to us leave us hey, a I review I didn't finish my thought about Bodie oh yeah go I think um I see, I see the danger. I see how hard everything's coming at those kids in, fa- in terms of the marketing and toys. iPads and, and they can fucking in-app purchase. Yeah. And I think it comes down to that attention span so much to pull their attention. So as soon as they lose it, what's next? What's next? Well, I and- think that the thing that Derek Sivers talks about is going down the path that's less traveled. Mm. And... That I'm really interested in. I've been thinking about that lately, which is the things that we think that we should do or the things that people are telling us to do are normally leading to mediocrity. Mm. It's actually like to stand out or to do something exceptional, sometimes you have to do the things that no one else is doing. Mm. I'll leave you on that. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I, I think with the minimalism thing, I think there is a lot people can take from it just to maybe just check their life are they that person and maybe I've done just that just ask the question and yeah. gone, maybe I'm not just being conscious and saying am I buying this because I'm just like it's an impulse or am yeah. I buying or this or am I buying this value? because Josh said on mentioned Osbargan. on Ozbargain how many tuners <laughs> did you buy guy tuners or tuna plural tuna 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 mate you gotta go you gotta call yeah you gotta call coming through um, bye everyone the daily talk show dailytalkshow.com hi at the dailytalkshow.com uh, P.O. Box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria 3067. Maybe we'll talk about a package we got on tomorrow's show. And uh, remember, please leave that review on iTunes in the podcast app. And uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Bye. Bye.